everybody this is your girl caramel lucas thank you for tuning in to keeping it real with caramel as we say i have alex on the line hey alex how are you i'm very good caramel and you i am perfect i'm so glad to have you i mean we haven't talked over what five years four years it's going on, well, I think it's like four years or so, four years and counting, let's put it that way, but it's good to be working with you again. I'm so excited with your new podcast program, and hopefully more adventures will come out. Who knows, maybe you have your own talk show host on live TV one day. Oh, I hope so. Thank you for giving me that <laughs> blessing. That, that is like a foresight. Like, I really, really hope so. I mean, yeah, if when do we, if when do we use could do it, why can't you, you know? Exactly right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to think. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'd probably be a bigger head than she was. So oh, we'll put God, it that way. So, <laughs> so, you know, you do comic books. So explain to the audience what a creator for a comic book does. Ooh, that's a good one. Well, basically, you have to you have to come up with some type of good idea. That's the first thing, and you have to come. You know, you have to base yourself on some inspirations. Um, like in my case, you know, growing up, you know, you 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 know, I watched a lot of that Superman, all these other cartoons, and so I wanted to do something like that. I always follow comic books. I've been collecting comic books since I was seventeen. And that's one. And also, you just have to think sometimes, like outside of the box. Like, what what do you think people might like, and what might my land not like? And then you just you know go with the flow. And then how I just did my project basically was I, I you know I felt that the comic book world lacked diversity. That was one thing. So I wanted to incorporate diversity. I wanted to make comic books the way they were when I was growing up, like no dope themes, no language, no over-the-top violence, and, you know, have good messages for our people today, and then introduce to this new generation the comic book world, too. So, yeah, there's a lot of things to think about, because today's world, we're all electronic and gadgets and all this, you know. Go with, I want kids to show how it's fun to go to a comic book store and hold a comic book and read a comic book like the way I was. So. Oh, okay. And that makes sense, too. Um, dang, I didn't know you was collecting them ever since you was like 17. Since I was 17. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, I know that you have a new comic book coming out, right? Mm-hmm. So, let yes. everybody know the name of it. And the name of it? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. The name of the comic book is called Antioch, and the story, briefly, about the story, uh, about the comic book is basically about how, God, um, how Antioch was, like, like corrupt, you know, there was no, there was a government, but not really a government, because crime was, like, overflowing the city, and there was these two brothers, one's called David, and then one's called Aaron, and basically Aaron's, like, considered, like, a super cop in one way and then he wanted his brother to follow his footsteps because they lost their parents so he was like besides being the big brother also like the parent for David and David did graduate from the police academy but he just didn't have that um, heart for it so he became like a like a freelance 
graphic artist, photographer, and then both of them were talking, and then one day while investigating a case, Aaron, you know, gets murdered. So now here's David in this big city alone, so he doesn't know what to do, whether he's going to stay in Antioch or he's going to move out and start a new life. So he goes to his new townhouse, which is, it was Aaron's, but he inherited it, and he sees Aaron's comic book collection. And he noticed that there's this comic book he's never seen before. So he picks it up and he starts reading it. And then he reads out loud what the superhero would say. And then suddenly the superhero comes to life in the real world. And that's where the adventures begin. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So can we get a sneak peek of some characters and their power? Sure. I will start off with our main guy, uh, comic book guy. That's the name. Comic book guy is pretty much based off of my two heroes of Batman and Superman. However, he doesn't, but but comic book guy does not fly. His powers, he can create holograms. He has super, he has superhuman strength. He can morph into anyone. And then with the aid of his living computer, Albert, he can download superhero powers into his belt, which is good for like one hour. And he, besides speaking English, he will speak Spanish too. So that's because my goal is to make him a major Latin superhero. And that's one of my goals. In this first issue that you, we have, we have a villainess called Incinerate. And Incinerate is Russian. And basically her main powers is fire, of course. And one of the things that she has in her arsenal is called the Kiss of Death, where if she has a victim, she will, you know, basically lure that victim to her, and then says basically her theme, her little message is, come on, baby, let me know the fire. Kiss the person. While well, she's kissing the person, the person then turns, becomes on fire, gets on fire, and then she won't let go until the person is like ashes. And that's, that's her. Um, so those are the two people, main characters you're going to see in the first, Lord willing, three issues. So, and then comes other ish storylines that I, mean, I worked on as we speak. I wrote in so far like around 25 scripts. So this is my first baby, so I'm very happy how it turns out. So we'll see. Now her sister has, her sister who's called Chevrolet is the opposite. Now Chevrolet, uh, which you'll see down the road, happens to give this death where the person she looks at her victim and instantly they become frozen solid and then all she does is just taps that person and then they smash into a thousand ice pieces so yeah so there's a rivalry between the two of them because incinerate doesn't like doesn't care for people flattering her about her beauty or anything she really does and but she really does not be like be compared to incinerate and there's where the problem is so both of them have like a little bit of bad blood and they want to see who could kill comic book guy the first and the best so but you'll see that down the road ruler you know because i'm going to promote issue one first of course yeah, of course. <laughs> so, one at a time so know that character Yes, but you'll see most of my characters on my uh, Instagram, uh, AB Comics 18, and then you'll you'll see them uh, on my old Facebook page, Holo Comics, and Twitter as well. So we had an excellent shoot this past Sunday. It was hot, I have to admit. And unfortunately, we we were melting, but we got the shoot done. Awesome, awesome. I can't wait to see everything. And also, Mm -hmm. does you compare yourself to Marvel or DC? 
like the the characters that you have have you ever compared yourself or took anything from them you know it's funny you said that because incinerate's look the first version of her look we did took some we took some ideas from dc's uh t-titans raven and the model that i had at the time who modeled uh I said to her, you know, I want to invite you to Megacon. And she liked the idea. And then she emailed me and she says, you know, I want to look good for Megacon. And then she showed me her ideas. And I was like, whoa. So it was much, 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 much better than what we had in store. So, yeah, I'm the type of person that if it's going to benefit me and my company, I'm going to do it. So, well, uh, you're supposed to uplift your company. I mean, whatever works for your company, you're supposed to do that. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And, and many people, many people, like, I understand, you know, they have a vision and they want to say it's my way or no way. I don't believe that because guess what? If you have some idea that's going to be better and it's going to benefit me, I'm going to do it. And that's the thing that many people don't understand. This is business. Sure it is. But, you know, I might know things that they don't know and vice versa. So, we're going to do something that's going to make my, my project sell and work. I'm going to do it. So that's how it's going to do it. That's how you're supposed to do it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, hey. So when you were 17, you said you were collecting comic books. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what made you decide to do your own comic book yourself? Like when you start reading the comics, it's just like, I just want to do a comic. I know that you want the world to see what's going on in the comic world. But what actually right. deep down inspired you to do a comic? You know, it's funny you said that because back in, I believe it was 2008 when the stock market crashed and everything, you know, I lost my job at the time. And so I said to myself, you know, I want to do something. I have a degree in business management. Why why can't I work for me? And so I said to myself, what exactly can I do? So I said, you know, I love comic books. I love action figures. Why don't I my own comic books since I know about that little bit of the industry and so that's why I started and then you know that came the part of writing and and then down the road I decided to try to bring some models involved to do like what's called what I call backwards marketing to promote my characters first before the comic comes out so that people could can understand what I'm talking about Exactly. really good that you was like, I'm not going to let this me. I'm going to do what I got to do, and I'm going to keep it yeah. open. It's funny yeah. because you said that because there was, there was like, what, in back in 2014, I came close to calling it quits. Mm-hmm. And, but I, but I didn't because, you know, I had a, a lot of issues, like one of the models came drunk and right. the photography team, the makeup artist, all that other fun stuff. And I said, why am I doing this? And then as I was going home, I saw this email. And this would really put more put my faith back in everything that I was doing that a model was following my work. And then she contacted me 
And then afterwards, she said, I've been following your work and everything. Please call me. We can talk. And I read the email like several times before I said to myself, is she talking to me? <laughs> is she really talking to me? And it was, so I called her. And beautiful woman. And then she basically said to me, I've been following your work for so many years. And I happen to be a friend of one of your former models. I go, oh, you are. And she mentioned his name. I said, oh, yes, he's giving me a lot of good ideas when I first started this. Sure. So let's meet. So we did. And it's so funny, though, because I, we started talking more. And I said, well, you know, I have a character that you'd be perfect for. And I, and the name of the character at the time was Electricidad, which is electricity in Spanish. And then basically she said, well, I'm going to help you. I said, but you said that, but you are helping me by modeling this character. And then she goes, no, 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 I'm going to help you more. But how are you going to help me more? And then she told me that she was going to get us on while you went to the FM, And I said, <laughs> and then it's because she told me that she goes, she's going to act, he acts lessons. And in that, her classroom happens to be the producer of that show. I said, well, okay, well, then if you could make a make, you know, if you could do it, then sure. So instantly she called her and set up their interview with the producer and me, and we talked. They go, yeah, so let's do it. And then, sure enough, me her and other model and for the other people we got interviewed on the Roma and I said, My God, I'm glad it didn't quit and you know, from that point I really picked my spirits up. You know, working with people like that that really really I needed it the most to put more faith in myself. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad I did. I think I glad I didn't quit. I glad I keep on moving and it pays off to, you know, believe in yourself and you gonna have some doubts and like you just said, you know, you get knocked down but it's up to you to come back up again. Exactly. exactly. You have to be around people that's uplifting. You exactly. Be someone that's always on the negative. Positive no. people do positive things because they have positive mm-hmm. thinking. So exactly. when, you, when you're around people that's negative all the time, it's not going to work because you're going to feel some type of way. You're going to feel like, okay, they're negative, they're bringing me down, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. But when you're around positive people and they put you to do bigger, better things, it's easier. Yes, you know? exactly. I agree with you. And you have to you have to think about, you know, what's good for you and what's good for your project. That's why part, like, what new models, what I do is I bring them to small conventions and observe them. And I did afterwards, I basically take mental notes and then I have a meeting with them. I said, okay, this, 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 and then bring them to the big conventions like MegaCon or whatever. And then we take it from there, you know, and now some of them, you know, I learned, I long learned long time ago that don't take criticism as criticism take criticism as a way to improve yourself and we all need that device and some people take it as criticism which is regretful but then other people listen and they move forward exactly it's the best criticism Mm -hmm. because it makes you better as a better person Mm -hmm. so in your world how do you figure out which model is going to be the superhero and which model is going to be the villain Basically, I look at I look at them when I do like a, either the picture on Model Mayhem or wherever modeling site, or I when I do set up an appointment or uh, interview with them, I look at them and afterwards I say, okay, this person 
could be perfect fit for this character or this character. So then I look at them, like, I also want to ask the questions to them. That's where it begins. So it's not just on looks, the way they talk, um, everything. You know, a good example is was uh, Nikki Green, who plays Chivalik. Um, basically, I said she's perfect, she'd be perfect for um, Chivalik. And sure enough, you know, even though she's evil, she's perfect. So, so that's how I basically judge people the way they talk, the way they look. That's how I say this person's perfect for this role or not.
where where you know we do baby steps. It could be a uh, full length movie. Uh, you know, Netflix might be interested or Amazon Prime. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll, you know, definitely that's a good idea. I would like to do something. Um, again, something like that because you know I want people. To, you know we have to again to incorporate diversity. I want to show people how good we are in front of the camera as well as back of the camera as well right. doing behind the scenes and everything. And it will be fun. I mean, I like you know to do this. I mean, I'm, I think I'm I'm learning to be a good director. I think <laughs> so. Um, but but you know you just have to be you have to be positive again. And we'll see whatever opportunities are out there. So um, the first person I'll give a shout out to is Mark Burnett. So we'll create Shark Tank. We have a great show. So if you're listening, Mark, you know I'm, we could talk. Okay, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> exactly. That's how you do it too. Shout them out. Shout everybody That's out right. you know the best. You know what I mean? And, exactly. And you have basically, you know, again, you know, you just have to take a chance once in a while. I mean, I, I admit that I don't like taking too much chances, but I'm glad I have. Like, this this, this opportunity between for you and me was a great chance, and uh, opportunity, Nikki, I owe Nikki a lot, too, for giving me to talk to you and giving you involved in my life, too. So, this is a great, I'm very, very happy about this. It's very, you know, very pleasing, you know, especially at, like, the past two mega cons like 2019, 2018, where uh, hanging with the web show, um, got us in, in, in three which I was very happy about that too. So we're getting there slowly but surely, and I'm very happy about how things are turning out. And like I said, we'll see what happens with the future holds the remaining of this part of this year, as well as 2021. Right, exactly. So if someone want to be in your position, tell the audience how to like a positive note you know how they can create a comic book like what was the ins and the outs of it like something that they have to respect that's going to happen that they have to be a positive about it well one of the things you have to be prepared about is when you're dealing with models makeup artists um not so much photographers or graphic artists i had some bad experiences with but i did have with models and makeup artists you have to basically be prepared because some of them do say they're interested and then afterwards at the last minute they pull like a stunt saying I can't make it whereas you just can't let that go down you can't let that affect you right you have to basically say you like the old saying the show must go on right and that happened to me like I had one makeup artist and you know the story yeah. that at the last day of the megacon she uh text me saying that she couldn't find her makeup kit. I mean, right. your likelihood, yeah. your reputation, how are you going to say to me, you can't find your makeup kit. That's what makes sense to me. It's like the story that Dennis Robinson said to the Lakers that he couldn't find his uh, socks and shoes. <laughs> I mean, the same thing. So, you just have to, I just have fortunate that that bunch of models who were there when that incident went on with the show. Um, then you had uh, cases where models come, you know, might be no calls, no shows, are basically, uh, like, I have two incidents where two of the models came drunk. And you you basically, you have to just try to control them. But after things you've done, you, have to, you also have to come cool down too. I've got to talk with them. And that's what I did. Uh, the first one, you know, I... Regretfully, he, you know, he, you know, didn't took advantage of the second chance I gave him. This, this, the 
the uh, second one, basically, typical millennium attitude. I hate to use that word, but it's true. You should be. But, 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 you know, we never talked about that. And many people don't understand that if, even though you're not paying a model or maybe you're doing a trade for service for a model or a makeup artist, you are paying for, like, maybe their makeup or their tickets or that comes out of your pocket, not theirs. So they don't see that, apparently. And... So you have to prepare, be prepared for those to deal with certain people clashing or things that be on top of them saying, are you going to be there? Is there anything you need? If they live in your same area, you know, you want to offer them a carpool, which I've done, yeah. Um, you also have people like that also look at that, that the cost of things, like how much costumes or makeup services or maybe uh, tickets or hotels might cost you as well. So you have to put that in a budget as well, which I've done too. So there's a lot of lot of things when it comes to creating your comic book or cosplay or anything. But me personally, you know, I, I can't complain. I really have fun doing it. Um, and hopefully my goal is to do this full-time and work for me. But in the meantime, my job does help me pay my bills and pay this as well. So, which I'm blessed with that too. So. That is so good. So see, I'm telling you, audience, it's a lot to do with comic books. Actually, to tell you the truth, it's a lot to do with any kind of business that you do. You have to put your whole heart into everything that you do. And you have to like what you do. Because if you don't like exactly. what you do, it's not going to work at all. It's not going to work. No, and that's one, one of the things that we have to have. You have to have to use it on nail. You have to have passion. Right. What you do. Have and to have that passion. Yes, you have to have that passion. If you don't have that passion, you're going to fail. And also, you have to be positive as well. Like, you know, like I have. And we just keep on moving forward. Um, and just keep on keep on going ahead. I'm truly blessed with the team that I work with. Um, I have a tremendous makeup artist. Uh, his, uh, his business is uh, called Christine Mystery, mystery, and uh, basically he creates jewelry, creates costumes and makeup as well. He's an excellent makeup artist, and he's my first male makeup artist. And the funny story about him was when I worked with Florida Mall, and I needed a makeup artist, and so I saw this store. I said, "Well, maybe they know some makeup artists." And sure enough, I encountered him, and he had this serious look at the old film. So right. I got, yeah, even though he's, I'm thinking of genius, you know, but, but he had this look, and I said, you know, intimidating, and then when I started talking to him about the project, he, he was interested, and he's been a, he's been a blessing since. I have a tremendous videographer, uh, photographer at Live by Camp, that's his business, so if you want guys to come up, he's very good, he's good and everything like that, so I'm pretty much happy what I have, and who knows what the future might hold, like you just said, maybe, you know, this could be a TV series, it could be a reality show, a movie, we'll see. Exactly, exactly. So it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm so proud of you. But give everybody you. your social media again so they can contact you. Absolutely. People, you could contact me at abcomics19 at gmail.com. That's my email. You can also, my uh, Instagram is abcomics19 at Instagram, of course. Um, Twitter, I'm AB Comics, and also on Facebook, I'm still with my old name, Hall of Comics, but you can still reach me there, and like I said, thank you for letting me bring the superhero in you to life, and hopefully, yes, I, that's our that's our motto, and I'm hoping one day, Caramel, that you can see the person, and we can talk about whether you make your debut as my, probably one of my characters. Ooh, you hear that, audience? Maybe, we'll see.
but I just want to thank you for being a part of my broadcast today and it was such a pleasure talking to you knowing about comedy books and your comedy book anyway and I love it and I just want to tell the audience thank you for listening to you keeping it real with caramel as we say one honey and <laughs> Alex I will talk to you very soon dear and I just Absolutely. want you to keep doing what you do don't know never let nobody bring you down keep it up because I want to see you on TV and I'll be like I know him I can call him mm-hmm. right now you got it okay. well don't forget that I'm going to be sending you a copy of our first issue once once I get that ready for you it's gonna, I'm going to make sure you get it in the next couple of weeks so Perfect. that's on list and, you, and it's going to be signed by me that's as well just say, to it off I'm going to sign it just for you so if you heard it live from me you have all your audience as your witnesses that you're going to get a free issue number issue number one of Antioch and signed by me so thank you dear talk to you soon you take care thank you again for this opportunity and thank you fans again for letting me help bring the superhero into life alright alright bye 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 bye